Welcome to Liquor and Liqueur Connoisseur, where I drink, discuss, and discover the world of distilled spirits. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. This is episode 29. I'm drinking Cuddy Sark Prohibition Edition. I hope to be well-researched and educational, also entertaining and consistent in my reviews. I chose to feature Cuddy Sark Prohibition Edition because it's one of the four bottles of whiskey I sampled when I was a guest on the I Effing Love Whiskey show a few weeks back. We sampled a number of whiskeys, discussed them, it was a great time actually, and that episode I'll provide a link to it in the show notes for this episode. Cuddy Sark Prohibition Edition, I've got a 750 milliliter bottle. It is 50% ABV or 100 proof, and it is a tremendous value retailing at around $30. The bottle itself, it's black glass, and it's shaped in an homage to the style of whiskey bottles common during Prohibition. Beyond the color and shape of the bottle, Compared to the traditional Cuddy Sark regular blended scotch whiskey, the Prohibition Edition, the label is not yellow and the glass is not green, but it does say on the top of the bottle in raised script, The Real McCoy. More about that in a minute. Okay, but let's open this bottle up. There's a little pop. I've got my clean Glen Karen, of course. For a light pour. In the glass, it's a copper light color to it. Looks like scotch whiskey. Nothing overly pronounced about it. It is, of course, 100 proof, so you definitely can see the alcohol as you swirl it in your glass. And on the nose. <laughs> Sweet toffee. Toffee is one of the things definitely you get. Bit of caramel as well. Surprisingly, not a lot of alcohol burn you can sometimes really just knock your olfactory senses back by getting too much ethanol with a whiff but this isn't for whatever reason not that bad cutty sark themselves purport to have a lot of cracked black pepper it's actually in bold on the back label it says cracked black pepper and toffee i don't really get the black pepper on the nose i do get the the toffee maybe butterscotch hint of vanilla it smells sweet all right let's go for a taste on the pellet yeah the the first taste of course the alcohol wakes up the the taste buds and really it's mouth-watering that's due to the proof but it is sweet forward notes i do taste the the toffee i get some spice black pepper i suppose it's very smooth finish it's nice and soft well-rounded in the mouth on the palate let's try another taste Yeah, sweetness, toffee, there's the pepper. I taste more of the black pepper on the second taste. Nice mouthfeel, kind of a little viscous. The history of Cutty Sark. Before we could get to a Prohibition edition, we got to start with the regular old Cutty Sark before we have a special edition. So Cutty Sark is a blended scotch whiskey. As their website states, it was thought up on the 23rd of March, 1923, at number three, James Street in London. Makes me think they should have named it 23 or three. 
something, but Cuddy Sark is what they named it. And that's likely because they named it after the Cuddy Sark ship, which was the fastest British ship in their British naval fleet at the time. It was retired to England for training just a year prior in 1922. The Cuddy Sark bottle features a drawing of the Cuddy Sark ship. Famous winemakers Barry Brothers and Rudd met with a Scottish artist named James McBeigh for lunch and their conversation turned to whiskey. On the 23rd of March in 1923 at number 3 James Street in London, they decided that they were going to create a new, lighter style of blended whiskey targeted at the U.S. market. The thing was, the U.S. was a few years into the noble experiment of prohibition in 1923. Prohibition, of course, banned alcohol sales in the U.S., and it truly was a dark time. It, of course, created opportunity, though, for those to profit from skirting the law. One such outlaw was a Captain William, or Bill, McCoy. He was an American sea captain and famous bootlegger or rum runner. Prior to Prohibition, McCoy and his brother had operated a motorboat service and a boatyard where they'd constructed yachts for the likes of Andrew Carnegie and the Vanderbilts. So they were craftsmen at yacht building, and they also ran essentially a ship-based freight service, and they had an excursion business as well. However, during Prohibition, their freight and excursion businesses fell on hard times, and they needed money, so they found it outside the law. McCoy sold all his assets and then bought a schooner to begin smuggling whiskey and other liquors into the U.S. Their method was they'd load up fine spirits in the Caribbean, various islands, Bimini or the Bahamas, then head north through international waters and anchor off of the coast of New Jersey in a stretch of water that became known as Rum Row. McCoy developed a method where he would anchor in international waters and then smaller vessels would come out to meet him and he would sell to anybody and everybody that would like to buy the liquors that he had. And then these smaller boats would then travel back to shore, hopefully avoiding the authorities. Captain McCoy made many successful trips and expanded his fleet of ships to as many as seven. Bill is rumored to have dealt in Cuddy Sark early on, though one thing I find interesting about the story is it said that he was arrested for violation of the Volstead Act, which was prohibition, on November 23rd, 1923. So this is a mere eight months to the day after Cuddy Sark was conceived. No matter, the legend took hold and Cuddy Sark found its footing in the U.S. during Prohibition, with credit to its introduction given to Captain Bill McCoy. McCoy was also known as an honest smuggler, dealing in quality products and not adulterating them, which was common at the time. So it's said that if you purchased product from McCoy, you'd be getting the real McCoy. And this is the origin of the saying, the real McCoy. It's all about the smuggling during Prohibition. Cuddy Sark seems to have co-opted the real McCoy, though, attributing it to their whiskey specifically. A little bit more on that in just a second. However, due to the reputation of Cuddy Sark in the U.S. during Prohibition, once the law was repealed, sales shot up. In 1934, over 7,000 cases were sold, and this rose more than 10 times by 1936 with over 80,000 cases sold. Cuddy Sarka's brand also was a pioneer in advertising. They began advertising in 1956 and sustained it, helping Cuddy Sark become the best-selling Scotch whiskey in the U.S. by 1961. They were the first brand of Scotch to sell a million cases in the U.S., and through the 1960s, the popularity soared, reaching 2.4 million cases in 1968 alone. 
to pay homage to their beginnings during Prohibition, and probably to do a bit of brand extension from a marketing standpoint, Cuddy Sark introduced the Prohibition edition on the 80th anniversary of the end of Prohibition. They also tied to the story of Captain Bill McCoy, and the back label of the bottle reads in part, Cuddy Sark Prohibition Edition has been crafted as a salute to the notorious Captain William S. McCoy, who smuggled Cuddy Sark blended Scotch whiskey into America during the Prohibition era of the 1920s. His impeccable reputation for only dealing in the finest, genuine, and unadulterated liquor gave rise to the Cuddy Sark being referred to as the real McCoy. So here, Cuddy Sark is claiming the real McCoy for their whiskey specifically, though I've read reference that it mainly referred to quality products, any smuggled liquor or wine as well, that Bill McCoy was bringing into the U.S. during Prohibition. The real McCoy. The Prohibition whiskey, though, from a packaging standpoint, it harkens back to the bottle style used during the era. Also, at 100 proof, it's more in line with the higher proof spirits of the day. Last bit of history, as of 2018, the Glenn Turner Company Limited has owned Cuddy Sark as a brand. So how is the Prohibition Edition made? We know from the Cuddy Sark website, they say it is a small batch, blend of the finest single malt and top quality grain whiskeys. Hand-selected American sherry oak casks give subtle signature flavors of vanilla and spice, whilst the overall flavors and finish are extremely smooth and thrillingly complex. I'll be honest, that's all mostly marketing speak. What we do know is, of course, it's a blend. Uh, They don't really tell us what whiskeys are in it or where they come from other than the fact that they come from Scotland. It has no age statement, but it's a minimum of three years old to be a Scotch whiskey. With grain and malt, you do have the different types of whiskey inputs, and the blending process probably allows them to express the, the flavor profile they're going for. Also, it's noted on the label that it is non-chill filtered. So adding a few drops of water will show oils clumping together and you can see the swirls of this in the glass. Non-chill filtered whiskeys can be said to have a richer mouthfeel, but that's really a nuanced difference that can be pretty difficult to pick up on. Chill filtering as a process is where they chill the whiskey and then they are able to filter out some of the oils and different compounds that will come out of solution at room temperature when you add some water. So it is not a good idea to keep a bottle of whiskey in the freezer because it can look kind of cloudy. And so chill filtering will be done to whiskeys that oftentimes are mixed or may have an ice cube added to them and the dilution will can make the whiskey look cloudy and it's kind of a visual pressure thing. It's said not to impact the taste, but that may or may not be true to each his own. But beyond these few details, production is pretty much shrouded in mystery beyond what Cuddy Sark themselves disclose on the back of bottle, stating, it has been carefully blended in the traditional way from mature malt and grain scotch whiskeys and then bottled at 100 proof. So I guess what more do we need to know? On to cocktails and consumption. Prohibition edition is best served neat. You can add a few drops of water if you like, but that's pretty much what you should do with it. In summary, what do I think of Cuddy Sark Prohibition Edition? 
I'll tell you, it is very good. Almost universally regarded as a tremendous value. The guys I was drinking with, they were astonished at how inexpensive it was. Any spirit at 50% ABV or 100 proof, you're going to get your money's worth out of it. But honestly, this Cutty Sark Prohibition Edition, it's bold, it's flavorful, it's very smooth, really good scotch whiskey. It's a nice blend. I prefer it to the standard Cutty Sark. Most people do as well. It's a higher proof, which doesn't really matter. I mean, 10% ABV doesn't matter much, but you get a good enjoyment out of it. And for the price I paid, 30 bucks, that's a value all day long. And it's a nice bottle. Enjoy it. Pick it up. So that's going to do it for this episode of Liquor and Liquor Connoisseur. I'm your host, Matt Burchard. Please subscribe and share. Show notes are on liquorinthecoreconnoisseur.com. You can also find the show on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Amazon, everywhere you get your podcasts. I'm also active on social media. You can find photos on Facebook and Instagram. Please leave me your feedback. And if there's a spirit you'd like me to feature in an upcoming episode, please do reach out. And as always, thank you for listening. <laughs>